yeah, 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 dude. Hell yeah, you know who it is. Yo, we were just vibing earlier, dude. It's such a vibe with Kentron in the building, dude. Tickling them Ebony's and Ivories. You know it is the highest host, Adam Hill, chilling out right here on another episode of the podcast, baby. Right here, Hayes Radio. Shout out to all y'all tuning in wherever you're at. In the car, at home, in the grow, at the shop, in the fucking sleeping, on wherever you're watching, wherever you're listening to this. Thank you, guys. Y'all the best. <laughs> Y'all can be doing anything you want in your life and you're here with us, so thank you. And if you're watching live, we live stream these on Twitch as well so you can see everything and watch it off. Thank y'all for pulling up Highest Host on Twitch, dude. Look, look, I don't know what's going on right now in the world. I think, like, Mercury is drinking Gatorade or some shit. Uh, The tides of the moon are being real weird. Jupiter is over here drinking some weird juice. I don't know what the hell's happening. But, you know, there's a lot of weird things going on. Um, We have to call a lot of uh, audibles because there's, uh, you know, a lot of obstacles that are occurring. And, uh, you know, we just move along and we don't let shit bug us and we keep it pushing. If if you're on the Twitch, you know what I'm talking about. If you're just tuning in the podcast, uh, you'll find out more, you know, as you get more involved. But uh, shout out to everyone who's with me right now. Uh, Kentron for coming through always and of course dude this guy sitting next to me who you can't miss from a satellite I think he pulled out every single green piece of fur- of, of uh, clothing he owns from these lime green Nikes are the, or Shut I don't even know Asics. Asics to these green board shorts and this green tie-dye sweater dude and he goes by the name of Irish that's me and let me find out is this real is this real are you the first medical cannabis patient for the country of Australia? 100%. It's your boy Irish, aka Medicated TV. And yes, I am the first ever legal medicinal cannabis patient from down under, where we hit him like thunder. We, uh, back in 2017, we got approved. We got some, we didn't have any flour until 2018. As soon as the flower got in, your boy Irish had to get stoned to the bone and show him how to do it. What? There we go. So you've, you've already been smoking before you became the first medical patient. Yeah, so before I came from, so on my story and my journey, like, thank you. First of all, Adam, you're a legend, bro. And in Australia, we know who you are. So don't be, don't stop, be mistaken. Stop it. Y'all don't know me in Australia. It was funny because I've been watching your shows and I've been in there and I've been like typing stuff and gifting. You didn't even know it was me. I'm like, yes. I was sitting in the other room the other day. I was like, this guy's so What's cool. your, on what, on Twitch? Yeah, Medicated TV. I was in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know that. That's you. That's me, bro. Man, what the hell? See, I told you, bro. You're famous here. So. I'm, I'm not. I'm here. Just, I'm just... Over there. I'm just a regular guy who smokes weed, man. No, you're a legend. You're not, You are the OG. I would consider you the, the OG... Uh, Joe, you're the Stoner Joe Rogan podcast OG before Joe Rogan. He just he he sort of stole your vibe without the Stop. head. <laughs> please, please, please. Well, I did podcast before Joe Rogan. I'm just not as famous or as much money or you know as whatever have an agent. I'm just by myself, dude. You know, me and my lady, and and you know we got Matt now helping with the team and shit, but. You know, you're, I, you're a beautiful I, human, man. I must admit, like, thank I, you. I, I watch and I appreciate you, man. And for everyone that doesn't know, you know, like when he throws an audible, it's good. I'm, I'm privileged, not it. I'm, I'm like one of the nobodies from nowhere to, to be on this show. You, you, what do you mean? You're the first medical. Pa- I want to <laughs> find. I want to find this out. How does that happen? Were you working with leg- legislation? Were yes. you a part of the whole "Let's Make It Legal" team, or are you just like 
the lucky dude who just like filled out a, a form and they gave you patient number one. <laughs> there was far more than a form to it. So it started off. So I came, my story is from pharmaceuticals over to cannabis. Okay. So I was, um, I was also 350 pounds. What? Yeah, I'll show you. I'll pull up a video. You a were, photo. what? You want to see a photo? You want to see a photo? You were 350. I was big, actually bigger than 350. On, on prescription pills. On prescription pills. So I was on. In Australia. Yep. Were I, you an, why? What, what happened? So when you got injured? A lot of trauma, a lot of stuff I went through. I'll show you photos. I won't, I won't bring So you were now. born and raised in Australia. So born in Ireland, raised in okay, Australia. Okay, born in Ireland, raised in Australia. Cause yep. I'm like, how are you Australian and your name is Irish? Yep, Irish Michael Wick, that's my name. And, <laughs> uh, it spins everyone out. So I'm a, I'm a pretty low key, I'm like the, you probably probably resonate with this. I'm a, I'm an introverted extrovert, and like I don't I never meant to be famous. I never want to be famous. I don't. It's not my intention to be famous. I want to help other people get famous. But through my journey of cannabis, when I came off, I didn't realize how big of a deal it was. What I actually did, and that was I was on. Um, I was on 200 milligrams of Oxycontin a day. 200, 200 milligrams a day? I, so there's there's 28 in the packet. I would take, I, there'd be eight left in the packet if it was lucky. If it, that's what a, you were prescribed or that's what you were just taking? 100% prescribed. Yeah. Then on top of that, that's not all of it. I've done a speech in at the Hemp Expo in Australia in front of about 20,000 people talking about this. Um, For 200 milligrams? That, yeah, that was... That what, was, was what was one pill? It's like the biggest pill. 20 milligram is one pill. And you were, so you're taking 10 pills? I was taking 10 pills, yeah. At, like throughout the day or? In the morning, I'd wake up. I'd take ten pills, and I'd take half a bottle. I'd take half a bottle of Valium, and it literally. Over, so over the course of a day, I'd take a full bottle of Xanax, two milligrams, fifty milligrams. So I'd take wait, that, a full bottle? A what full do you mean? Bottle. I've got photos in my phone. I'll show you. And this is what they prescribed you? Yeah, it's just from the age of twelve, I went through a lot of stuff, and over the times, everyone knew. Is this in Ireland or in Australia? No, in Australia, in Australia. So, so okay, hold on. Uh, let me, let me, let me figure this out. <laughs> it's a lot to unpack. I, there, yeah, because you know this is. I like to know who, you know, what's going on and, and how cannabis helped you because I feel like cannabis really saved it, you and helped you out because you're not, you know, you're, you look healthy, you look happy, you're traveling now. So you're, in, you're from Ireland, born in Ireland, and you guys moved to Australia. Correct. The family, the work, yeah. what is it? I'm, I'm not like, so I'm, I'm a detached, I don't have a family. I was at, at another plot twist as I was adopted by Turkish Muslims and my family, the Kojaks, and uh, Asalaamu Alaikum to my family. I love you to death. Mishy's back home and... Uh, so you're, wait, wait. I know, I'm, I'm a complex guy, I keep going. So, born, so you were born in Ireland? Yep, born in Ireland. And then you were adopted? Adopted by Turkish Muslims. How old yeah. were you when you were adopted? It was uh, coming out, I was 13. And, 13. Uh, I was so where were you before? Floating around homeless. I was going. Did they home. have like a foster care system in yeah. Ireland? Yeah, I was, I was in boarding school. No, no, I was in Australia. So I've been in Australia since I was a young, since a kid. So for basically. Forever. Do you remember Ireland at no, all? Not at all. So you not just so born in Ireland, go to Australia. Come to Australia. Like ah. we all get kicked out, like the convicts we are. We get, okay. We get sent out to the bush. Okay, know, so just, like we don't want you here. Your family's going to Australia. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. So and then there was there was Vietnam War and there was a few other things. There's a lot of transitional periods, you know, where a lot of people were immigrating over. Okay. So anyway, we're there, and um, yeah, I, I just I had a pretty rough life as a kid. My family sort of left me left me alone, shipped me off to boarding school, and then I came out and I was I had a dissolve. I, what I've been telling people is the best way to describe it is a dissolved family. So I had nowhere to go, no one to be around, no one to look after me. So you were? Do you have any siblings? No, I do, but I don't. I don't know them. I wouldn't. I couldn't so remember. you had siblings and you had parents, and there was just some 
trouble growing up? Lots of Was trouble. it like school? Was it not belonging? Or Everything. Was it like being... Way too much trauma to discuss over a single conversation. Okay, okay. Yeah, just I'll be in that. Okay, so we're just we're just scratching the surface. Okay, yeah. we can get more put, into that. Irish. Put it like this: if you if you were a kid and you lived in my shoes, you'd be you'd understand why I'm the patient today. So why. so you get adopted at 13, you said, yep. by a Muslim family. Yes. And you were raised what? I was raised just raised Catholic, Irish, raised normal, raised no nothing, no I religion, no just, religion. Yep. You're here exists. I just this is exists. the world. It was kind of just thrown into it. I had a you know, and then you know, once the once I sort of got the the Turkish family took me over. They sort of brought me into we we own like you know East Corn different in gyros and stuff like How that. How did that happen? Did you know them or did they like, were you? It went to, it was just a, my best friend and my brother now, Mustafa. We just, he just seen the struggles I was going through. He seen I was on my own. He seen I was in the same clothes. And you know, the you know the bad reputation that Muslims get about, you know, they don't care. They actually do really care. And they took after me and they, they took me in. Yeah. And adopted me like one of their own. Okay. And um, just used to, you know, play pranks on me, taught me all the sense of humor, brought me back to life. Right. Um, never Showed you judged like, me. Yeah. Yeah, gave you love. Gave me that's all, and that's all I needed. As right, a kid, you know, it was a little bit of love. And then, obviously, and then, were you, were you on pills already, or were you seeing a doctor at this time, or what? Yes. Were you just like a lost child, at like teenage? Like, what am I? What were you thinking? Like, what was little Irish doing? And were you like, I'm gonna be a cop. I'm gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna be a fireman. I'm gonna be an astronaut. I'm just gonna survive. Like, did you it, have? Any it was all survival. 100% what you did. It was survival. I had. There was more trauma on top. I had a bone. They had a bone scare. There's a. It was called osteosarcoma, and they thought I had bone cancer. Oh. As well, and this was, and then like it was just the, the trauma just continued on and on and on. I was stabbed 19 times with a pencil. What? Yeah. Where? I'm just random, or were I you like show. in the place? Nin 19 times with the pencil? Yeah, I got, got. Where were you when this happened? I was in a, in the south coast of. Uh, where Sydney, if anyone knows where Sydney is, obviously. In Australia, so it happened in Australia? Yeah, all in Australia, Was yeah. it like at a bar or just it like... It was after coming out of a bar, I walked across the road and they were hassling a, a lady in the convenience store. There were six of them. Yeah. And I was drunk, you know, back then. Your fucking superpowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so right I, I've just gone to grab a Powerade and walk up the counter. I've sort of pushed my way through. I'm like, come on, guys, let's go. Like, let's get out of here, you know? Like, I just need to get a yeah. and go home. Leave so her alone. Try to sort of just move everyone yeah, on. Yeah, ease the situation. Next minute, I'm feeling like this... It's like this... Well, it's not like a punch. It was more like a, like a getting winded. Right. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? You know what I mean? Next minute, I've got them swarming. I'm, we're just fighting for our life. Like it's me. I'm just punching on, just fighting for my life and running out of air, running out of air. And then like, Sheesh. the fourth one snapped off. The fourth time he got me, it snapped off. Oh! That was that was it was, it was a blessing. It saved my life because because he was stop stabbing. Well, no, was... he kept going. But all these ones up here were blunt. You know, like oh, the broken pencil oh, doesn't my go God. in. So it was all just blunt, just not even scratching. Oh right? my god! These ones got me, cut me out of it. That was a bit of trauma, but uh, yeah, it was that that left me sort of bleeding on as a kid walking up to the hospital. I, I went through some shit, and then another time I got you know near got me head blown off. I got a scar over my eye here. I got that's why I always wear sunny. Well, you're just like were you like you're just trouble kid. You just like trouble just found you. You weren't really looking for it. It Mate, just like happened. We would need. So a where did cannabis come in? Where where? So here you are, just fucking living in Australia, just surviving. Just were you going to school? Did you have? A, no, I was. You were just like a street kid, one hundred percent. Biggest like I'm, I'm about to go on another podcast back home. It's called the Clink, where we talk about redemption right. stories. And I never. I'm so not, you're like Aladdin and shit, just like walking around, surviving, trying to get some bread and shit. And then you find like 
the prince that you don't even realize you're like yo what's up i'm a good person i'm just not really in the great situation and someone's like yo let me help you out and then boom you got it you you know everything's like named me my whole life That's everything's exactly a disney movie it is and you go through it you know like you go through it you wouldn't believe that there's a kid from western sydney australia who's gone from you know all this trauma got on these pills that let the doctors run his life and then he made that decision to jump off and when I just made that decision to jump off, I actually walked into my doctor and I threw all those tablets. I had a duffel bag. But why, how did you get with it from the stabbings and from the fights and just from all the things that all, happened? They were just like prescribing, let me do this, let me add this, let me add this. So you're, it just started accumulating and becoming a lot. And your body was just like used to it because that's what they were feeding you. A hundred percent. And then when, when you add the actual, you look at the statistics on top of it, I'm making 93 phone calls a week to like suicide prevention lines and when you know when you get into that depth of it on top of the tablets where it's not working if they, and they're not helping me they're just saying just take more yeah because i feel more. like doctors they they call practice medicine because they're just practicing exactly what they're what they're doing and then um they just the way they make money is by prescribing you pills or doing procedures on you to practice what they want because they don't really know what's wrong. They're like, let me, let, we'll, we'll try this, and if that doesn't work, we'll add this and maybe take this away. And they just, it's all just like trying to figure shit out. It's always a blanket approach. That's what I say to people. It seems like they've got this one system for everybody, and then it just it may work for you, it may not work for me, but it's never hand tailored to the patient. Does that make sense? This is the first drug, talking about cannabis, that you actually can hand tailor. You know, you could tell a guy like me, if I've said, you know, you can imagine I've got the panic attacks, the anxiety, I've got all those issues going on. Now, Adam, you don't even need to be a doctor and you can say to me, Irish, let's have let's have an indica, let's have some edibles. Maybe, you know, like, I don't, I've never done mushrooms or anything, but I'm sure you, you know more about it than me, but you can say, hey, let's microdose some mushrooms. And, in, I reckon probably within two weeks, without even being a doctor, you could probably solve half my issues, right? I mean, I'm not a doctor and everyone is different, but I know the pills are like not really the answer and they have a lot more side effects to the body physically than what cannabis might do if you trying to diagnose someone and prescribe them cannabis to help with whatever the illness is that the doctor says you have from whatever they feel like you are. I mean, I know there's a lot of, you know, we're, we're learning new things every day. We're always studying, always researching, and there's new, you know, uh, conditions, there's new diseases, there's things that are always evolving with our society and culture and germs and stuff, and people are always saying things. But, you know, there's one thing that's always been around for centuries, there's some one thing that's you know everyone's been consuming in a lot of cultures. Yes, and sure. it's it, I mean I feel like I mean it's from the earth, but I don't know if it's from this planet. But it grows on this earth. It might have been brought here from some other species or some galaxy. But that's a whole other conversation. Oh, I love those two, bro. That's a, that's <laughs> we a can chop that up another time. <laughs> but, but yeah, I feel like, you know, I'm not a doctor. I didn't study. But from my personal experience, I know cannabis has helped a lot of people and it saved a lot of lives. And it made you go from 350 pounds to uh, well under 200 pounds. So now I'm, I'm, I'm floating around. It's hard because I, I can't do the conversion. I'm floating around 75, 80 kilos. Um, that would be... 
was that like 160 160 70 something yeah. like that yeah was it like 2.2 is uh 2.2 2 pounds yeah. to a kilo so 2.2 to 1 kilo and you said you're like 60 so that's like one it's funny how pot dealers would know, <laughs> yeah. people would know those measurements right I'm like, yeah, 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 we got that. Every pot dealer now knows all the maths. They've probably done it for yeah. us. So, so here you are on pills. How did you discover cannabis? Were you, when did you just first smoke it? Were you like... Yeah, so look, I tried... Because you're in Australia. Few. It's not regular. Exactly. You have to go to like some kangaroo pouch. <laughs> I'm so, just kidding, I'm just kidding. No, you're, you're basically right. The, 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 the quality of the cannabis in Australia is dog shit. It's absolute terrible. It's, um, we call it Chinese red beard. And it's grown with PGRs and it's, it's unsmokable. And only now, after, after generations, are we getting good quality weed in there through medicinal. But um, I think the problem with... Uh, oh, I forgot what I was saying, but... Uh, oh, we're talking about getting weed in Australia oh, and weed. how you so got it. Never, and you said I was close when I said kangaroo stuff. Yeah, so I never really smoked it growing up. I had tried it and it just, it just messed with me too much. But then with all these pills and that, I was actually sitting in the, I was sitting in the chemist, in the pharmacy, and my friend who owns it, uh, Adam as well, shout out Adam Kennedy, um, your legend. He actually put his arm around me. He seen I was struggling. He was like, "Bro, you, you've got to be the first patient. No one's getting approved. It's hard to get. You know, you've got to have a serious condition. You fit the bill. Right. Check it out. You know. Straight went in there. As soon as I got it. As soon as we got that approved. Did you smoke weed before that though? No, never. You've never had weed. What did you think of weed? Were you like, uh, were you, were you not? Fond of it? Were you like, oh, it's just cannabis, whatever? Like, oh, fuck the, like. What? I've always been that. What's, because yeah. of where I'm from, I don't really. I'm not. Who, That's what I'm saying. Who like, am I to judge, right? So I've never seen anyone have. I've gone, you know, yeah, okay, you, you might be a few potheads laying around that are lazy stoners, but I've also seen some stoners who get some shit done, so I never really judged. But it was never for me because I, I'm, I'm purely <laughs> driven by my anxiety. So if I think something's going to mess with my anxiety, I just steer clear of it. So that's why I never touched cannabis. Then when I was just fed up, fat, done and beat, that when it got to that point, that was when I'm like, I don't even care. What, what could cannabis do? I literally, the first thing I searched, can you die from cannabis? And the first thing I found was nobody has ever died from cannabis right. ever. And I'm like, well, fuck, I can't lose. Right. Right. So then that was how it came. And then when I got it, Holy shit! Did the the the, the best way I've described it is like this. So the first time you smoked weed was actually prescribed to you. Prescribed. Yes. How how old were you? How how old is this? In uh, your life? twenty. So it was twenty eighteen, and so. And you had no ex, no like experience with cannabis before this. No, you're just like it's a weed plant. You were like the proper whatever like. Yeah, all the stereotypes, and you're like, that's not for me. It gives you paranoid. Like, I don't need that. Why do I want to even add more to this shit? And you're out here eating 200 milligrams of oxycodone and and Xanax 20 and milligrams of Xanax and value daily, and you're like, fuck weed. Yeah, like I'm just gonna eat these pills because the doctors know best. 100. And I'm taking other stuff as well. I'm taking rest of it to get to sleep at night. There's like a like a yeah like, a, like other shit to take. Like it was like an ambient type of shit. Like, I'm fucking taking all kinds of things. I was my like people. People used to see me and go, "Fuck, bro! You like you got a bigger tablet diet than a food diet, and how are you so big?" Yeah, it just it's a side, yeah, probably side is. effects and shit. Hundred percent. So, so I, one of the doctors that was there was like, "Yo, we're starting a cannabis program. Correct. Are you interested?" 
Exactly. And you're just like, fuck it, I'll try it. I said, I've got to be it. I've got to be the one. I walked into my doctor, threw the duffel bag down. I said, give it to me. I'm the. It's got to be me. I'm done. I'm not taking it. There was tablet. one doctor writing prescriptions for the whole country. There was like, it, it was maybe a handful before they had flour. They had obviously they were dealing with oils and you know yeah. stuff that was CBD. Nothing. Nothing, nothing THC. Nothing THC. They had to put it in perspective. They had when I got on there, they had one product. As they, which they considered cannabis and it was a nasal spray called Sativex and you used to spray it up your nose. I remember that. Right? So yeah. That's all we had and then that got taken off our TGA which is the Therapeutics Good Administration. But then I got that first... Thera therapeutic Food? Therapeutics Good Administration, the TGA. That's who the governing body of... Therapeutic... Therapeutic? Therapeutic... Goods? Goods. Administration. Right, I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> it's, it's the accent. accent. Yeah, I had to like... <laughs> you're like, therapeutic... I'm like, wait, what? It's, it's, that, it's that land down under talk. Oh, yeah. let's go. That's not a knife this is a knife <laughs> but um no literally and then I, I got the jar and they all said to me they go oh start don't don't start like don't smoke bombs you got to smoke vapor or you got to smoke joints and I'm like I'll try a joint and I started on a joint I remember so you call you you just stop pills cold turkey 100% everyone knows this. I still take so right now wait so cold say, turkey you're just like I'm just gonna consume cannabis 100% except for what so I just kept Valium because I just kept Valium because I didn't want to go off the deep end and have something bad happen to okay. me. Okay. So still to this so day... So just kind of slowing off the... Yeah. Okay. Well, to explain what, I've got PTSD, I've got, um, and probably the worst diagnosed anxiety and panic disorders you can imagine. I'm so happy right now. I smoke one bong just to be started. Listen. So look at me, like I'm not even bothered. Irish, you I know, know I mean? all about it. I get good weed. You know what I do when I get good weed? When you start dancing, bro. But, I like open it, I smell it, it puts a smile on my face. I'm like, oh, yes. I got weed. <laughs> I got weed. It's and like I, the kid comes out in you again, yeah? I'm just happy. That's exactly. No matter what mood I'm in, if I'm like pissed, if I'm anxious, if I'm depressed, if I'm hungry, I'm just like, ah, at least I got this. That's exactly what it does for me too, bro. And that there, and that's how I continued on. So I, I wanted to be that guy, like my my solicitor and stuff I'm going through back home, you know, trying to get through some stuff in my past. He said to me, you're going to be like the Joan of Arc for cannabis for Australia. You know, because because just I'm so wild, I'm so out there. They kind of handed the keys to the wrong guy. They probably should have given it to a very conservative girl who would be very, you know, but I'm out there and I'm like, you know what? I used to be fat, I can't spell, I'm illiterate, I'm dumb, I've been through trauma, I used to be a criminal, this and that, but you know what? Now I'm a good guy, I'm actually, and everyone knows me, if I, if I wasn't a good guy, I'd be dead 10 times over from where I'm from. And I'm actually, I, like I respond to all my fans, I, I do the right thing now, and through honesty and integrity, through cannabis is what it taught me. It opened these portals just like, just we say this, be a, be a good, just be a good person. Just be a good person. That's all you gotta do, and just be honest. Lead forward and give more than you take. That's what cannabis taught me more than anything, bro. And if I can do it, coming from a fat, out of control, drug crazed, you know, kid from Western Sydney to fit, healthy, happy, and you know, like I also manage celebrities and I do cannabis white labeling and you know, white label products. I'm doing so, everyone knows, you know, you guys obviously haven't seen much, but as I'm just introducing myself into America, but. Um, when you say West Sydney, is that like a like a bad neighborhood or something, or is that like... absolutely? So we because I know you said that like I'm West Sydney, West Sydney. So I'm like, that means like I'm, I don't know the the Australian uh, like neighborhoods <laughs> and like where what is what. You know what I'm saying? So, so we're, we're we're in the base of the Blue Mountains, which sounds really good in a place called Penrith. I don't know. Do you know? Do you watch the UFC or anything like that, Adam? You know what I do a lot? Yeah. I do a lot of Google Earth. So I go on Google Earth and I travel the world on Google Earth and Aust like uh, 
uh, the chat usually gives me challenges and they tell me like find things in the, around the world. So one of the challenges was like find a kangaroo in Australia. And I found them. I found them. Where did you find? Do you remember I where I found them on a golf course in some random city, dude. But they were just all chilling. There was a shitload of them. It was scary as hell. But um, I did find... <laughs> There's this crazy rock mountain thing. It is rock. In like the middle, and it's just like this huge. Th and from like the satellite, you're like, what the fuck is it? And it's just, I don't know what it is, but it, that's like one of the main things I remember from Australia. It's a big ass rock, and it's yeah. hot, and it's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's called Uluru for the indigenous, you know, the Aboriginals, they own the land. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah. It's is like, it like a sacred rock? Or it's is... sacred rock. Now you can't go on it. Yeah, it's, it's Aboriginal. No one can climb it. No one. Because I talked about, like, I want to hike that shit. You used to be able to, but I think you People might still it up, be I'm able sure. to. Yeah, because we're all assholes. We're assholes to this planet. We don't treat it right. <laughs> no, we you know don't. What I mean? We want to. We, we mean well, but then one 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 join in and one well, one smoke in and one drink in and next minute it's a party. No one cares, bro. Yeah. I mean, we, we still look at the weed pack. I don't know how it is in Australia, but out here, the like this like plastic and plastic and layer and layer is oh, crazy. Oh, you want to talk about weed? Let's talk about weed in Australia from here. Yeah. All right. What do you mean? All right. You ready? To, you, <laughs> yeah. You ready to be seated? Because I think everyone's jaws. Gonna I'm fall. sitting. What if I told you, right? If I if I told you that we had a teleporter right now and you'd be a billionaire tomorrow, you'd call me a crazy person. Do you know how much? I'm gonna we'll have a little quiz. What do you think Australians pay for an eight? Do you know that eight? An eight. Three point five grams. Three point five grams. Of Cali, right? So, and we call it Cali quotes. So, yes. So, if it comes from America, we'll consider it Cali of, of something good. What do you think we pay for three and a half grams? I think the Australian price for an eighth of Cali weed, labeled like in a Mylar bag or something, probably. Like a are, we talking, bag are we talking about US dollars? Cookies. Yeah, you can do that. I don't US. know Australian currency. I can convert it. What is Australian currency? At, at about 30%. So, we, we got to add about, we get 69 cents to the dollar. Uh, I think you guys are paying. Like two hundred dollars an eighth. That's yeah, two hundred to two fifty on the low. They need some. They need some Adam weed or what? No, yes, I'm just they, I'm yeah. If you had a teleporter, you'd be a billionaire, but you don't get any discount on bulk. Mm. So it doesn't matter if I buy an ounce. There's no discount. It's gonna be two fifty all the way. Bro, up. I literally, you, all it's crazy what Damn. the price are. And it comes all packaged. Or just so you just. So get do you get back. any perks being like the first medical patient in Australia? Are you like uh, you go into the weed shops and they're like, "Hey, look, it's number one." Uh, kind of. In a way. <laughs> I'm, I'm that dude. I look. I'm a, I'm a pretty. I hate to say this. Remember, I said I'm an introverted extrovert. So I, I'm not that guy to walk in the room and be like, "Yo," you know. Like everyone sees my Instagram. Like, it's your boy Irish AK, and I've always got the energy. But in background, I'm actually a pretty chilled out dude. Yeah. So I feel it. It's um for me, it's more like I've got. <laughs> Because like, I'm medicated TV, I get media passes. Then I'll go in there and I help, actually help promote small businesses. So, yeah, I get perks, but it's more through the media stuff, being here on Hayes and other stuff. And, you know, right. being around you guys, like, obviously, being connected to the Adam Mills of the world, the highly versed, you know, all my boys that like, from Clubhouse, shout out to the cameraman. I see Hell you yeah. Gave me my first dab rig. I love you, my brother. Matt. Universal Studios in the building. Yeah, yeah. Helping me with a lot of shit. But, um, no, it's just, uh, it's more the perks will be coming now when I get home, so. Hell yeah. Well, listen, bro. There's so much we could talk about. A hundred. I just want to, like, you know, you're in town, you're here at the studio, I want to get you in on the show, and I didn't know all this, dude, and it's crazy that you were new smoker to this and got exposed to it because of medical weed a hundred percent brought you out of the fucking you're like fuck it let's try it it's medical now let me do it the doctors say so i listen to doctors which is 
you know, interesting, but we appreciate you. <laughs> That's the way it goes. You healthy, now you chilling. Where can people, you do social media, you send Medicaid TV. Yes. Where can, let's get some plugs out, let's people know what's up. Say to your boy, Irish AK, Medicaid TV. You can find me on Medicaid TV on, if you can just Google my name, Irish Week, you can find me. But on Instagram, it's at Irish Week Legit. Like John Wick, Irish, Irish Wick, Wick, legit. Like, like W I C K. That's it. Like legit. John Wick. Yeah, legit. Like too legit. To too quit. legit to quit. Hey, hey, hey too, too legit. legit to quit. <laughs> too legit to quit. Hey, hey, too legit. Time to what? hit it down under where we hit him like thunder. What are you smoking? I'm smoking some black apple Kush. Okay. From Dr. A Genetics. Hell yeah. It's absolutely beautiful. Hell yeah. I want to smoke some of your stuff. Oh yeah, I'll give you a nug right now. Oh yeah, let's go. I don't know what it is. It's in the Supreme bag though. I'll go back to back. There you go, dude. We're always singing the same song, dude. Alright, Irish Wick Legit on the socials. You have a website. You uh, you, What are you doing out here in the States? You just came to say what's up. You're working on some new uh, new products, some genetics for Australia. What are you doing now? Yeah, I am. So what's going on with Irish? <laughs> so I've got my uh, I've got a CBD white labeling company over in... I work with C yeah. CBD headquarters Emporium in New Jersey. Um, shout out Mike Cozy. Um, shout out my Brooklyn crew. I'm out here. Uh, Mitch Ostermenis. I, I manage... I handle, I should say, uh, a lot of Australia's uh, biggest rappers. So I'm just making some products for them, getting them on the shelves, adding some merch lines for them. Um, I also manage Cheech and Chong for Australia and New Zealand. What? The, the Australian and New Zealand brand manager. Were well, you going to manage Adam Hill for Australia and New Zealand? Mate, I'm here, that's what you I'm said here to do. people know me there. Well, you do. You are known. So, <laughs> so, let, me, let me actually, can I just have two seconds to explain that before, if we're cutting off? No, the, yeah, you're good. We Australians are probably 20 years behind. So, I, like, I'm actually talking to Peter Dante, Dante from Grandma's Boy. Okay. You, you know Dante. Mm -hmm. And, like, he is, like... Super famous. Anything, anyone who's an OG like yourself, who's from back in the day, we're still vibing you guys. Like, Dazed and Confused, anything, any of those original guys, Cheech and Chong is still the king. So they're probably huge. Yeah, I mean, they're legends out here too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we we still fuck like, like uh, Squints from the Sandlot movies. Love him. Like, He's a great guy. Everyone everyone can't believe it. They go, you're with Squints. Oh my God, you kissed Peppy, uh, uh, Wendy yeah. Peppercorn. Like, Hell yeah. That was about 9,000 in like, inboxes on my Yeah, that was like day. the late 1900s and people are still talking about it. That's the Goonies. That's us. So that that's why we <laughs> dig you guys so much. So you have to come to a show. You have to get your brand out there. We have to show, I have to show you how to get it through Canada and into the stores bro that's what we're there to do so. oh yeah that's what i'm here i'm a man of many skills i've gone for 10 years irish listen i appreciate you pulling up with the audibles man. and making it happen we got to make you do it again while you're still in town 100 percent. i'm sure you'll be back or you're still here for a little bit bro I'll, I'll, look i'll keep extending my trip like i said keep, keep, keep <laughs> <You're> <laughs> uh, the weed's too good to go home and the I, weather's uh, too I good i totally get it dude <laughs> all right man well i'll see you love you my thank boys. you so much love you very much oh yeah much. listen we'll be right back we'll be right back right after this baby let's play like a commercial or something right now why not Yeah, dude. Yeah, I don't think this is like a first, dude. But this is I'm excited. I'm excited for this. Uh, shout out to those that that sponsor. <laughs> Look, we're vibing out here. We got a twofer. Shout out to Irish for hanging out with us. Uh, now we got my boy Nick coming through, dude. Nick is here with Canada Coast Connection. Yeah, rep that yes, shit, sir. dude. Yes, He's sir. wearing the shirt. He's like, I'm out here. I got the stuff. I got, I got the, the shirt, shirt printed right here, bro. Real quick, just so I can wear it. Got my weed, bro. Nick, we, uh, I saw, dude, I was I was lurking a little bit, scrolling uh, your socials. 
I saw you just did like a street cleanup today. You were like cleaning the streets of trash. You have this whole, I saw a video where you were talking about uh, how stores and community, stores can help the community and there needs to be more involvement and people are neglecting shit. And I'm like, yo, listen, dude, I talk about carbon footprint all the time with weed brands and how their packaging is and how bad I feel buying some of this and walking down the street and seeing weed brands everywhere uh just like like what what why and then seeing your program you're like yo help me clean up trash i'll give you weed like what the fuck are we talking about there's a way man there's a will there's a way um what's up with yeah thank you for coming here thanks for being here i appreciate you uh thank you for uh the the notice and everything but uh yes what's going on what's canada coast collect connection dude so our whole thing is um connecting our coast through cannabis and consciousness you know i mean it's our main my uh, main headline we have a lot of we have our biggest program is cleaning for cannabis city to seaside uh, twice a week, we give out $50 of free cannabis and we barbecue for people. We got vegan options. Anybody who helps us reconstruct for two hours. So we we don't just pick up trash. We fix potholes. We repair concrete. We use fast drying stuff. We're sponsored by Lowe's Home Improvement. They give us free asphalt. Wait, what? Yeah, no, we're really doing it, man. So all of this stuff, all these parts of the city we're repairing, we're not paying a dime. All this cannabis we're giving all these patients, it's from our sponsors. All this food we're providing, it's from Ralph's for free. We're sponsored by all these people. So we're trying to show like, there's a consumer market space, there's a potential psychological chain reaction present in every given person's mind, right? So there's things we can do that provoke certain feelings. And that feeling, you know, paired with the right opportunity presented to the community will equal an action taken by those community members. So we're showing everyone that you can show up, get compensated for helping. You know, money saved is money earned, man. So that's that's what we're doing, man. And every business coming from the cannabis industry, you know what I mean? There's corporate giants that frown upon us and it's not it's not okay because look. But you got corporate giants working with you now. You said Lowe's exactly, and Ralph's. Like, man. how did this happen? What, so wait, let's go back a little bit. Let's yeah, yeah, let's back there. up, let's back up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So you're out here just helping the community, fixing potholes, taking graffiti off the walls, picking trash up, sponsored by big corporate brands uh, because you have a love for cannabis. Like what does this tie in for with how, how are you doing this? How are you getting free? Like here's, yeah. here's weed, help us out. I'm gonna smoke you out. Yeah, so basically it all comes down to there's companies that want to be part of the movement if it's presented to the higher up people the right way, you know, with the right speech, voice is everything. So yes. we talk to people the right way and we show them that we're gonna do the right thing with a calculated psychological campaign, physical campaign that's gonna actually carry out. There's people in power that will give us part of their capability just to be part of it, just to have their name as sponsorship as part of the people that are changing the entire city. Nick, how were you as a student in school? I didn't make it past freshman year, man. I, uh, of high school? Yeah. You, you just didn't go anymore? I got my GED. You yeah. just, I'm, you were over it? I was I was trapping, man. So I, <laughs> I, was, I was trying to make money, man. I had to make my family rich, hold man. On, hold on, hold on. <laughs> this was like, oh, I'm for the community. I want to help the streets. I just came today from a fucking street cleanup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck school, dog. I was trapping. I need to make money. <laughs> I don't need no education. Let me make this money, dude. Yeah, man, my family's been in a paradigm that's just, you know, they've been held down for a long time. We Where are you from? Hermosillo, Mexico, in Tucson, Arizona. So, so I, you were born in Mexico. I was born in Tucson, went straight to Mexico, grew up in Tucson like 10 years later on, you know, all the way until 20. Then I went to Phoenix and I came out here recently. So and you came out here. Yeah. And then, so, okay, so you were, 
Born in Arizona, went to Mexico. Grew up out there. Like preteen years, you said. Yeah, from one year old to ten. Okay, and then you, teenage years, you came back to the states. Yep. And then when, and then you were smoking weed in Arizona, or you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're like, yeah, this is that Cali shit right here. Yeah, I mean, it was always I wanted it to be. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you were, so you do uh, school in Mexico and then school in the states. I did American English homeschooling in Mexico. Yeah. Okay. Because so we always planned to. Come so you're back. bilingual. You can speak Spanish and English. I'm I'm not very good in the Spanish. My what do you mean? Taught... You grew up there with me? What? Yeah, but in Hermosillo, it's different. You know what I mean? So we grew up in a very very rough area. Uh, half of our neighborhood was made of like plywood and shit like that. Our our actually we actually had a house though, and it was completely barred up. I was never able to go outside. One of my best friends. Um, we really just communicated by laughing. You know what I mean? And playing video games as little kids. We didn't talk, but I you caught on to like the major shit. Right, right, right. So. so you're just so here you are, then you're back in the states, and you were just like fuck the school shit, or why, what yeah. made you decide to leave freshman year? What is that like, 14, 15? Yeah, I mean, I always, I always just knew that there was um there was money. I would see people with more money and see like the freedom they had and all that stuff, and and my mom really like had it bad. You know what I mean? So. I just wanted to get us out of that. I couldn't. I couldn't picture living a whole life like that. There's no fucking way. You know, right. what I mean? just like you, I, I couldn't picture that shit. Changing so. this shit. So, um, honestly, like I tried like doing it the old way. I got. I was shot. So I'm actually like half paralyzed. My arm moves a little bit, but I got kidnapped. What? What? Shit. In Arizona, over a little bit of weed and stuff. You know what I mean? And <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. I sit you not, dude. So hold I, on. I had an intolerance build up. And Is I started this doing so? It so. You're in your middle school, high school. You see motherfuckers making money. You're like, I want money. Like, fuck this shit. I'm tired. Yeah. Like, plywood houses. That's not my life. I see a better picture. Yeah. I need to change things. Boom. You start. What? What is it? You, did you smoke weed before you sold it, or you were just? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were already smoking. I mean, I liked weed, and the people that I was getting involved with. You know, a couple of my plugs, they had a lot of money. So uh -huh. I was just. That's, so you were inspired. That was your. That's your, like, that's what got me right there. Like, and I saw that they're good people. They're they're loving what they're doing, and they see all this freedom. They see life different, and I started to see it like that. But I didn't have what they had. Right. So I had to get what they had. So you're like front me an ounce. Yeah, yeah, literally, bro. I started working my way up. Um, started know, with the eighth. Yeah, I know. I started with the ounce. Okay. I started with the ounce, bro. And uh, I remember I made $400 on my first ounce. Hell yeah. Skate park. You made I, 400 Yeah, I made 400 I paid 180 So you got it, broke it down into like 20 sacks. Uh, I got it, broke it down into eights. But it was in like two hours. Like, this is my very first time. And you're like, bam, up. bam, bam. Dude, I just had... You said you went to the skate park. Yeah, this because I grew up skateboarding, man. <laughs> I actually stopped skating when this shit happened. Well, man. After I, you got shot. Yeah, I got, I got... Yeah, three times. So you went to the time. skate park, got rid of it in two hours... Went back to the plug, like, bro, yeah. and he's like, what the fuck? I had the plug, man. I, I The reason it went so fast because the weed was better than what was in Rita Ranch, which was the area right. that I was in, so. And did anyone, did the, did the plug or that person in that neighborhood be like, well, who the fuck is this new kid? What the hell? Who's taking my skateboard part? Who is this kid? Was it like? Yeah, years later, that's what it transgressed into because I, I started moving. Like, it out there, it was, everything had to be broken down. There weren't really, like, big, there was no, nothing like distros, nothing right. like brokers, nothing. It was no all, like, it. mostly, like, personal shit. Yeah, so. so He's going on eights, ounces, whatever. Yeah, once I got up to like, you know what I mean, like seven units or something, I started, that's when enemies happened and shit like that. That's when people started getting, well, out there, bro, it's just like, I lived in Tucson, Arizona when this happened, right. so it was just like, um, it's like you, you're the type of person that got inspired and motivated by seeing what your people were doing and trapping, and it, and you made it happen. You're like, yo, I like it, I'm gonna do it. Other people, 
aren't like that and they see that and they hate on it. Yeah, yeah Instead yeah. of being inspired and motivated to do it, they're like, yo, fuck that shit. They weren't raised right. They fucking, or whatever it is, didn't get a hug, didn't get enough love, and they're like, yo, fuck that shit, and they start yeah, hating man. on you. And then that's when, you, I guess, shit happens in Arizona. Yeah, one thing goes to another, man, and, uh, Jeez. and yeah, it, this was just like a totally over-the-top situation, dude, so... But yeah, I won't. So I won't. that happens. So so here you are. Some shit happens. I mean, it happens to everybody. We've all exactly, been in exactly. some type of situation. If you're involved with this before legalization, traditional market. I mean, it's happened to everybody. Uh, and then, um, so you decide to come to California. Yeah, that was. Um, so basically, the thing with California is like Los Angeles itself is like a huge trend-setting community. There's a paradigm that comes from here. You know what I mean? It's like. All of those idolations of Cali, Cali this, Cali that, it's all summarized and bunched up right here in Los Angeles, man. So Trendsetters. Yeah, trendsetters. The trendsetting community of America. So anything that gets normalized here will get normalized everywhere. Yes. So I came here like thinking like this community is diverse. We've got people from all over the world and we've got the the original, the Angelinos and everything. You know what I mean? So it's just like everyone here is God's people. Everyone here is really loving. They want to see uh, good. They want to see good life. I mean, I think that's a majority of humanity. Yeah. But, I mean, LA is kind of crazy now. I would, I would say the but, people we can impact. Yeah, yeah, I would agree that LA is like a like a trend-setting city across the country. I, I think LA and then you got New York City and then you got Detroit. And yeah, Atlanta, like so. Miami yeah. or some shit. But as far as like you know, like especially with the cannabis culture, I feel like you know California because NorCal has a lot of influence on it as well. Yeah. But California has a lot of influence on the culture and what yeah. sets it across the country. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because everyone wants the Cali brands anyway. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> even so, that's like that's where we have like the huge standpoint out here. But the even more so is like social media in general. Like yes. A lot of the people that are on TikTok and Instagram and stuff like that, even outside of cannabis. You know what I mean? They look to California. So, yeah. so out here in LA, we can do, we can show everyone that if a business is in a community and the business is doing super well, right? The community is not doing well. There are things that every single business can do, providing compensation style, incentive-based opportunities for all of the local consumer market space. Every single business that's in each community, all of the community members actually go to those businesses that are closest to them because of their influence from that business to buy their products. Businesses can influence people to do a lot more than just purchase products. And it's not that they've, it's not about hating on any of them. It's just never been normalized. So right. We, we normalize it here, it's gonna go everywhere, man. So you'll go to a neighborhood and you'll be like, yo, like you guys are doing great. The neighborhood kind of sucks. How do you feel about helping the neighborhood? improve by providing some type of incentive if people put in work to help clean up the neighborhood yeah so basically we have to do it a different way okay then you know what i mean if you're gonna do any, if you're gonna do something that's never been done before you got to do it a way that's never been done before right so we're doing it more on we're just starting we're just doing it we're gonna hit as many places as possible we've actually got a campaign we're rolling out this week to fix the homeless problem out here which is just yeah, Dude, it's, it's mind really blowing. So, yes. so we're just gonna do it. We're gonna reconstruct as many places as possible. We're using muriatic acid to remove all stains from sidewalks starting this week, actually, too. We're painting curbs as well. And we're gonna try to beautify the city. Every place we're landscaping, we're planting wildflowers. And um, doing that, it causes instinctive comparison within the consumer's minds. It causes instinctive comparison within corporate giants' minds, everybody's minds. And 
it, it makes them expect that from people. It makes them have a different perspective and a different reaction to the different things that people are promoting after they see that this is possible. It's about provoking passion by proving possibilities. What? So people just dropping them, just like the words, just bam, bam, just hitting that. <laughs> like you, you've said this, like you got this, you this got is. this. What is, what is this? What is in your hand? So this is a seraphim souffle. So a lot of our, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the symbol right here. It's called Metatron's cube. Metatron? Yeah, it's oh, an angel. Megatron. It's an archangel. Megatron's cube? No, Metatron. Metatron. Oh. With a T. Oh, not Megatron. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sound like Transformers stuff. Yeah, yeah, right. Megatron's so, cube. Yeah, and, and spiritualism, you know what I mean? There's angels and stuff. Anyway, it's sacred geometry. And, um, you know, we want to connect the coast through cannabis and consciousness. This is our whole thing. We have uh, we have Los Angeles right here. We've got New York down here. And that's the... the oh, the connect. skylines. Yeah, oh, man. Oh, and then the, 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 the coast. In, the, in the middle, they meet coast to coast. Canna Coast Connection. Yep, that's yours too. What? Seraphine Souffle. Uh, and this, this is, is, there's weed in here. Yes, there's weed in there. Uh, here's some lighters right here, too. Well, oh, we love lighters. Here, yes. stop taking my lighter, Ken. We got a little power pack right here, man. What is all, what is all this? All right, so we got some literature. Yeah. Uh, free exotic cannabis, clean sit, cleaner cities and beaches. Why not both? What? That's so what it get says, it. yeah. Got all the beaches, all the neighborhoods. You do this twice a week? Yeah, we do it actually more than that. So we do the community ones twice a week so that we can have up to 15 people pull up every Wednesday and Saturday, man. I'm talking everyone gets $50 in cannabis. What does that mean? What's $50 in cannabis? So they get a whole eighth and a pre-roll. And on top of that, they get handed pre-rolls while they're doing their thing. And on top of that, we're grilling. We have the barbecue set up. Uh, if they're vegan, we'll order them some vegan food. You know, we are doing this. You had that. You have that because you say that often, the vegan thing. You're like, yeah, yeah we got food. Vegans, we got you guys food too. We got you guys Don't too. trip. Don't we'll, trip. There will be non-animal items there, we dude. We got you. No kill. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, man. So uh, that's up to $400 in free cannabis, hypothetically, for if in someone a, were to show up all of them. Yeah. But where are they? Spread out through all California or? Just Los Angeles. Oh, we're just just in LA. Just in LA. And in but between, LA is really huge. Yeah, so we um typically we're doing, right now we're focusing on Actually, on Wednesday, we're doing Alvarado Street and 6th Street in downtown. Huge. I'm talking uh, probably like 3,000 piles of trash, you know, human biohazard waste, needles, this and that. So, and you guys offer like uh, protective like gloves? Oh, and... we got everything, man. We even have gas and electric powered, high powered tools, backpack leaf blowers. And someone rockers. with no experience can use these items and, and try to clean or? So if someone like, doesn't... If, if I've never used a high power prop washer, <laughs> will I be able... Because, you know, there's a, there's a game that's the power washer simulator <laughs> game where you could sit there and like power wash like streets and windows and cars Might and have shit. Might to put them on that But what, yeah, I mean, if they could do it in real life and get weed for doing it, like I, they already spend hours, they already spend hours and hours playing the game. So why not do that in real life? Yeah, no, people will do and a get lot weed for it. For a, for a cheeseburger and an eighth, people will do the most. It's really awesome, dude. So, none of our tools are really hard to use. As far as the weed whacker, we don't let people use that stuff. We, you know, we're not gonna put a chainsaw in anyone's hands, but you know, the, the asphalt, the stamper, all that stuff, we teach people, not only are we having them help us, but we're teaching people how to do light carpentry. So, 
Yo, yo, that sounds amazing, dude. Thank let you. me learn. Let me let me do real life things that I do in video games and get weed for it and a cheeseburger and vegan options if you're a vegan. And stay hydrated and hang out with cool people, like-minded individuals who enjoy the same thing. Yep. What? And I can do that and I can do that for you without paying a dollar to do it for you. That's the whole thing we're trying to show. I mean, Target could sit here. So how does it work? So so let's say I have a business. I have a store. I'd say I'm a, I'm a dispenser. Okay. And I have in the neighborhood, like I'm in the neighborhood. We're doing good. We got lots of lots of customers every day because now it's legal. They're all customers now. And then um, the streets kind of whatever. So how do you? What do you do? How do you approach them? Well, I think a dispensary actually would have even more resources to utilize and put into this. But um, so in this situation, you're a dispensary. You reach out to all of the organizations, food drives, food donations, churches. Uh, community health services, Clean Street, which is like the, the street sweeper, you can actually pay them. Um, places that are nonprofits, they can get fundraisers going. You can get sponsorships from all, you know, from fast food places. Uh, we have Jimmy John's and uh, what's the other sub place? Chiba Hut. We're, we're sponsored by both what? of those people. Chiba we actually, the one that has like weed strain. If you look on our page, sandwiches. yeah, if you look on our page, we've thrown events with both of these How'd people. How'd you there. get into this? Just talk to people, man. But what made you want to like start cleaning streets to, and give back to people? Like, so, where, where did where did Nick be? Like, yo, what was that moment where you're like, yo, man, what we can fucking just hook people up to clean yeah. streets already? So this is the thing, man. It's it's so everyone associates their fear of time with deterioration. You know what I mean? Uh, we're, we're out there cleaning spots that haven't been cleaning about 60, 70 years, uh, repairing things. So you know what I mean? So we're able to I'm sorry, I'm just a delicate dude from the valley, so we're we're giving people more I think time. Sixty years of dirt is just like ew. Yeah, 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 right? <laughs> Sixty years of co concrete and asphalt falling ew. apart, you know, some yeah. people pissing in it, you yeah. know. But basically with with doing that, the whole thing that, that got me is there's got to be one way to open everyone's heart out here before they all close, man. Collectively, like the hearts are closing one after another because people are getting under more and more fear, resentment, hatred, suffering, lack, and um, limitation. You know what I mean? So if we give people more time, more space, you know, the, the feeling that things aren't slowly leading to a decline, if they see things improving around them, without having to wait because you look around you see two things you see people you see businesses you're not going to see the community or the, the city officials right in front of you to handle shit right then and there hell no i'm not in la no nah, fuck no you know what <laughs> I mean? so, so we're we're basically showing everyone that i that we can if our hearts are open everything starts improving collectively fast and i'm trying to show i'm trying to get my page big enough to where I do such an immense amount of work that I show them what one human can do. You know what I mean? So that we all understand that we're all just as Make great as happen. one another. Yeah, we can take the initiative. And what's your, uh, where, where can people find out? Where can people follow along? Where can people make it happen? Um, Canna Coast Connection is our Instagram, all one word. That's Canna Coast Connection. You know, you guys I mean? have like a like a theme song or something like Canna Coast Connection. Get connected, <laughs> right? <with> Canna Coast <laughs> Education <laughs> Connection commercial, right? You know, that's what I'm thinking, right? Oh uh, man, we're working on it, man. We're, <laughs> what was that commercial that they had where they were like singing Get Connected, Education Connection? Yeah, that, yeah. That's you know, you know what I'm talking about, yeah. right? Canna Coast Connection, Get Connected, <laughs> Clean Street. And get some weed, eat some meat. Yes, sir. Connection. Eat some, eat some meat. <laughs>
Uh, fixing pot for potholes, man. Well, pot for potholes. How do you fix the potholes? With cement or you guys just... Uh, no, so we actually use quick setting asphalt provided by Lowe's. Shout out to Lowe's Home Improvement. Um, this stuff dries and, and cures within 30 minutes and it it's crazy. So we basically pour it in there. We have a asphalt stamper. We have to get it all leveled out and we leave it about two inches above and we stamp it as hard as we can. Oh yeah. And that shit's Take out for... some of that aggression. Yeah, no, Let's seriously, go. man. Seriously. Look, you're doing great shit, Nick. You're doing good stuff. Can of Coast Connection. What's the, you got a, I, you got, it's just Can of Coast Connection on IG, is that uh, it? We or? have our website. We're actually state licensed micro business. Our website is canofcoastconnection.com. Uh, you can order our products from there. We and what do you have? What products do you have? So, I know you got the peach, the peach souffle, the, the seraphim souffle. So seraphim is actually an angelic term. So people, as people look up these terms, you know, they can learn stuff and, and have their own dictation to it. But uh, we have cannabis flower, we have indoor, we have light depth, we have concentrates from Stizzy, we have concentrates from uh, ghost ex extracts, and we are working on a lot of other partnerships, man. We are about to be on shelves out here in, in Los Angeles big time. Keep your oh, eyes out. Next yeah. next two weeks, we've got a lot of stuff rolling out on the Instagram, so. Wow, go follow him, Coast Connection. You'll learn more about Appreciate Nick. That. Look, I know... We're doing some uh, some new things here on the podcast today because Mercury's drinking Gatorade <laughs> and there's a whole bunch of, uh, you know, obstacles that be happening. I mean, not just in, in, in my world, in everyone's world, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm sure we all are dealing with shit, but uh, we got great people like Nick here who is helping communities and people. I feel like cleaning something and then getting rewarded with weed and then chilling and meeting new people and making new friends, like that helps people. Like that will help build them up and be like, oh, I found a group of people I like. Yep. There's a lot of people that, you know, might not be able to make new friends or they're scared to go out and meet new people, but doing something for your neighborhood and getting rewarded and meeting people. What? Like, <laughs> what are we doing? Like, let's, let's do more of this shit. Get connected. I'm with Canna Coast. Canna Coast Connection. Woo! Get yes, connected. Sir. Two, what is this? 7913709123709123709123709123709123709123709123709123709123709123709123709123709123709123709123709123709123709123709123709123709123709123709123709123709123709123709123709123709123709123709123709123709123709123709123709123709923709923709923709923709923709923709923709923709923709923709923709923709923
Uh, if it's something that I can put some work into. Okay, okay. If people. it's a legit something, not if it's yeah, like, yo. You send me a picture street. of some flowers. I'm going to say, <laughs> I look pretty. You know what I mean? <laughs> Listen, dude. Hit up Nick. Hit up, hit up, hit up, hit up Nick. Canicos Connection. Check him out. Macy dropped it in Twitch. We'll have it on the thing. Uh, I appreciate you pulling up, dude, making it happen. Man, you made it happen, man. I can't thank you enough. What do you mean? You're you doing enough. it. I'm just here with the podcast, bro. You're the one doing it. <laughs> I'm gonna keep doing it, man. I do, Thank you. I do keep it, it up. And, and you know what? Let me know. Um, you know, I might be down. I don't know about sixty year of dirt, but you know, I can, <laughs> I can, I can pick up some trash. I'm down. I don't need the weed, but I'll do it. Hey, we'll get into it, man. Listen, man. We'll get down and dirty with it, man. There's a lot of stuff out there to, to do. To man. This, man. Thank you again for coming through, dude, and hanging out. Listen, Kentron, I can't thank you enough. You're always fucking amazing, and uh, stay tuned because there'll be a lot more coming with Kentron. Uh, shout out to Hayes. Radio in the building. Hayes TV. Hayes TV. On Roku. Amazon Ooh, Prime. Yeah, Amazon Prime. Get that. Go. Get that app. Watch these shows and other shows on this in this studio right here, dude. That's <laughs> it's not mine. I know everyone's on Twitch is like, what is that? This is the Hayes TV studio, dude. Hayes TV. Uh, shout out to Matt, of course, Universe Ill Studios, AdamIll.com for everything. You already know, dude. Uh, anything else you want to say? Uh, just let's open our hearts before people close them, man. Connect our coast through cannabis and consciousness. The big win. This is it. What? This is it. I'm dead serious. This is it. He got He got him. He's just like, bam, let's go. Right, bam, 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 bam. Canicos Connection right there. Check him out on IG. Appreciate uh, everybody hanging out with me right here for another episode of the podcast. You guys are all amazing. Uh, I'll see you guys soon. Look, once again, shout out to all growers dude shout out to every single grower out there i don't care if it's one plant or a thousand plants yes, i've said it a hundred times i've said it uh i'll say it a hundred more i'll say it a thousand times dude. without you guys none of us will be here you guys are the best um everyone listening is the best uh i'll see you guys don't forget sign up for the newsletter adamill.com youtube new videos dropping all the time i'll see you guys next time okay bye